Welcome to Careers and Coffee. I'm Becky Luchin Gardner. I'm product manager with Porter Careers. I'm here today with a special guest, Trish Mahaffey, who is a reporter who covers state and federal courts for the Gazette. Um, so we have a lot of great journalists at the Gazette, and it's really, we feel important that we have conversations with people like Trish um, about what's going on with workforce development, um, especially as it relates to Iowa. So Trish, um, welcome. Hey, thank you. Thanks for asking me to do this. Yeah, well, you recently, you wrote a story basically about the shortage of court reporters in Iowa. And so, and you mentioned in that, that it's it's beyond a crisis state. That's what people were saying. Um, tell me a little bit about the story. Yeah, it's basically, yeah, it is a crisis, beyond crisis state, I guess, still. And it's just gotten worse. And so uh, they right now, the our district, our local district, the six, we have 10 openings. They have 20, they have 20, for 20 reporters, we only have 10 filled. And I guess, and I think we're losing one more, uh, I believe this summer in, with a retirement. So there'll be 11, so I think. And so then, and the districts across the, across the state are in the same shape. Everybody's got an opening of two or more. Uh, and I think we have the most of 10, two or more. And there's only one district, I think, that doesn't need anybody. But that's rare <laughs> at this time. So what what potential problems or current problems does that create when you have that big of a shortage? Yeah, basically, it means everybody's court case is getting bumped because they don't have enough court reporters for the for the court hearings. I mean, the court reporters are the eyes and ears of the courtroom. I mean, they're taking down verbatim the uh, the live, you know, the the uh, court proceedings. And so that's what the court has to rely on uh, to look back on to make rulings, you know, and, and have an, an actual transcript of the of the actual hearing or trial. So you, you touched on that a little bit about exactly what that court reporter does. So um, to, for people who don't quite understand, how, how do they do their jobs? What do they do? Sure. They they use like basically they're, they're the ones that are sitting up front by the judge and they're taking down everything that everybody's saying. So it's really a, you have to be a multitasker because you have to be able to listen and then write down and they're using a Steno machine. So it's a little bit easier. So they're because they're covering things in real time. And so uh, the Steno machine like lets them put in a phrase at a time or a sentence at a time or and they build a vocabulary in that in that machine that they can just, you know, hit a button. And that's what it is. And so, uh, you know, that helps a lot. But but it does take somebody that can multitask and somebody that wants to stay busy because they are constantly I mean, they get breaks during, you know, trials or court hearings. But still, it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty, uh, you know, uh, Sorry, I can't think of what I'm trying to say. What's well, a demand? It <laughs> sounds that like part a really demanding job, and, and you you can't really doze off. <laughs> you can't yeah, have that because right, yeah. you're going to miss something. Yeah. That's what your job it's, is, is to report. That's for sure. I mean, that's kind of what I do. I cover trials in real time, but nothing like they. I mean, I'm not taking down verbatim. You know, I'm writing like more like notes to myself and then like, you know, so people can read it, though, and follow along with the trial in real time. And so uh, but their job is pretty it is pretty demanding. And uh, but it, it does really pay well. That's that's a big thing. You know, it pays well. It starts out about it. Uh, I think it's like fifty eight thousand here in Iowa and then nationwide, I think it can be starting out pay can be like 62 or 65,000. 
So that's really good. And they can, I mean, sometimes those court reports can make up to a hundred thousand a year. Uh, they so, can do besides besides court besides uh, court hearings and court proceedings. They can also be freelancers. They could like do depositions for like law firms. You know, civil. There's always these civil law cases going on, and so you can stay quite busy even as a freelancer. So, what does it take if I'm interested in becoming a court reporter or learning more about it? What does it take for me to be certified? Sure. You have to go, you do have to go through a program. It's called a real-time court reporting program. And they only have one in the state and it's offered uh, at, it's at Des Moines Community College, DMAC, which people might know it as. Uh, and there's a, there's, and actually they're doing the program online. So you can do the program online now, but it does take two years to get through and then you get certified. Then you have to go or take a certification test to pass. And it's not easy, but you know, he, many people have done it and there are plenty of openings. <laughs> I mean, I think they've predicted like the, the court administrator said that he could guarantee jobs, uh, 48, 48 job openings, like in the next, you know, several years. And so, but that's the only thing. It's like, it does take a while to get through the program. So that's kind of the lag time that there are some people going through the program, but it's just going to take, you know, that two years to get them in and get them out. And so, but. It does sound like they um, uh, decided that the online, certainly with only having that one uh, program that was available, making it available to more people online, um, sure. hopefully we'll keep upping the number of people who are, are registering to go through the program. Yeah, right. Yeah, because there are, there are some in there. I think there's like, I think there was like 48 in there, but uh, of course that's going to, you know, take a while to get them out too. So that, that's the only thing. But once they get out, they are honestly guaranteed a job. Oh. I think you, you also talked to um, some current court reporters. Um, what do they really like about their jobs? Right. They like it because it is, it does keep them busy. You know, they do stay busy. They enjoy, and they enjoy being like the insider, you know, uh, listener on all the, all the, uh, all the court proceedings, especially like if you're a crew or a true crime uh, fan, it would be, it would be great for someone because that's, that's, you know, what I love about it too, is because you get to know, you get to, you know, know all the details of the case, which you don't get until you usually get to a trial or you get in a hearing of some kind. But that's what they love about it, is they keep busy and uh, they just they just think it's been a great career for them. Yeah, well, it, it sounds yeah, sounds very interesting. And that's one of the reasons I invited you to talk about this. Just sure. There's you know, we when we're talking about workforce um, in, in general and where are those opportunities and, and certainly um, the kind of struck a chord there, too. In, in your story, you, should, you know, you also, um, you know, just talked about the future and, and people's concerns about, uh, you know, whether it's the judges or the administrative folks within the courthouse, um, the concerns with the lack of the court reporters and the fact that judges can't. Um, they can't rely on the fact that they're not going to have the same person because they don't, there's just not enough of them. And so uh, right. it used to be your court reporter was in your courtroom and you, you knew them very well and you still probably know them very well, but um, you know, what are those other challenges that the judges and, and others are talking about? Sure. I mean, that's basically it. I mean, and sometimes there's like one court reporter for like three judges. I mean, it's happened like that. And they've all got like hearings. And so it's been interesting because I mean, those court reports, they're honestly running back and forth 
to different courtrooms, you know, because it's it's never in the same courtroom. It's always a different courtroom. And some of the, the some of the hearings have been delayed because they have to wait for the court reporter to finish up with the, you know, the previous hearing. And so it's just been it has been really crazy. I mean, it's so different even when I than when I first started, uh, because there were just, you know, there were numerous court reporters and and uh, nobody was waiting like that necessarily. And so without the court reporter also it means that the the trial schedule is going to be delayed or the court hearings are going to be delayed. So it kind of has to, you know, if there's just no court reporter, they can't do it because they have to have that court reporter there, especially in the criminal cases they do. And uh, most of the civil cases now they're getting more backed up because they're not the priority on the schedule. It's the criminal that takes priority and like uh, custody issues with kids and juvenile cases. And so, um, those are those are just being backed up more. And the judge is basically I mean, the, the chief judge sent out a letter saying that for criminal or for civil cases that uh, they would you know, they couldn't probably give a, a corporate corporate probably can do it longer than five days because they just they can't spare them. And so, but a lot of the civil cases, too, they like hire their own. They get freelancers to do it. So that's more the route they're going to have to take for sure now. Yeah, it's, it sounds like, you know, for somebody who might be interested in, in doing this, um, you know, and I think you spoke to that too, you, attention to detail, huge, because you want to pick up on everything and then be able to um, work fast and timely so you don't miss something. But so is there anything else that, that whether it's your, your courts or anybody else is doing, um, in this crisis to get that word out about not only the fact that, you know, there's a need, but try to let people know that there's, there's a huge opportunity here for somebody who is looking mm -hmm. for a, a good paying position um, going forward. Is there anything else they're doing as far as trying to get that awareness out there? Yeah, I think they've expanded their advertising on that. And then also they set up a task force even to look into that. And some of the they've even like reached out to other uh, workers, you know, in the system, like employees of the court system that maybe they were like clerks, usually other clerks to see if anybody had an interest in it. And they would help them, you know, they would work around their schedule to get them to take the classes to be a court reporter. So it's even come to that, you know, even inside, you know, inside internally, they would, you know, move a per move a person into the court reporter if that's what they wanted to do. And it would be, you know, a better paying job for them than a, than a clerk's position. So. Yeah, sometimes hiring from within is, is your best opportunity, sure. right? Training and, and yeah. getting move that on. Exactly. So. But they, so, yeah, so the task force will continue to study this and come up with ideas that they can try to try to get people into these because they really do need them. But and it is, you know, it's like I said, it is happening nationwide. So everybody's kind of having the same problems. Wow. Yeah. Well, it sounds like with putting together a task force, everybody's trying to find out how, how can we learn from others the best way to help solve our current crisis and and see sure. what we can do moving forward, but taking that two years to, to get somebody trained, um, you're just going to have to constantly keep people in that pipeline um, and that awareness yeah. talked about. Yeah, but, for sure. And that's what they're kind of trying to do right now. So it's kind of slowly, but surely maybe it'll happen. So anything else about about the story or about the, the shortage of court reporters? 
I don't think so. I just think a lot of people probably aren't even aware of court reporters, you know, because they are the ones that, you know, they're the eyes and ears, but they're supposed to just kind of be like, you know, into the background. They don't want to draw any attention on them for sure. And so, uh, you know, they're just there to do their job and, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a really demanding job. So it's well, that sounds very interesting. I mean, court reporters, oh, yeah. there, there's everywhere, right? Every different type of trial, sure. everything from, yeah. you know, uh, your, your crime type stuff, but also your, your other opportunities that uh, arrive. So I would think it would be pretty interesting if you are curious yeah. about what's going on. Yeah, I think it is too. And they always, uh, all the corporates have said to me that they always, they love it because they learn something new every day, you know, from different cases and things like that. I mean, that's true. Like, you know, my job, I have, I've learned that stuff too, you know, just like following, like you're learning all the medical stuff. If there's like an autopsy involved or, you know, if it's a civil case, you're learning about, you know, a civil law that you probably don't even know about, you know, the uh, something that, you know, it, it could be anything, you know, based on a, like maybe it's an automobile accident or maybe some other kind of, you know, horrible accident of some kind and somebody, somebody suing somebody. And so uh, there's all just all kinds of things, you know, you can learn in the court system. Yeah, I would think so. You're pretty fascinating on that. So I think, you know, finally, I think you, you touch on the fact that we, we two years um, uh, to get certified, but online is a possibility. And right now, um, that if, if I was interested, DMAC is going to be the place I would want to go to figure out or find out more mm-hmm. about that training. Yes, they, they, yeah, definitely to go to them. And then there's also, there's supposed to be, there's another couple of schools that are looking into like having a program, but they don't have it yet at this time. And so, um, anyway, but so maybe hopefully that would help too, if they would, you know, have other programs in the state too. Yeah. I think even just drawing the awareness, if it's more widespread, would be definitely helpful. Sure. And certainly, oh, yeah. because anybody can join anywhere, uh, but certainly that awareness of the need um, and that the major shortage, uh, a big idea with that. But I just want to leave those job seekers with that thought, just saying, hey, you know, there are th- this opportunity is a big opportunity. And um, here's how you can take that next step towards maybe even putting yourself out there. Um, towards getting this training because it just sounds like a, a crucial need right now in the state. Right. And it is a job opening and it does pay well. So that's good too. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, Trish, so much for talking a little bit more about your story with me and, and joining us for Careers and Coffee. And thank all of you for listening. And, and we'll continue this series of, of working with our, our reporters and, and really trying to get dive into where where is the need in the state. Um, as far as workforce development and and those jobs that um, folks may not even know that there's an opportunity for a career. Thank you. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.